Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of the book of Jude with verses 14 through 16. Jude is a direct warning for the Church of the New Testament, as well as today's church, of ungodly people exerting their influence so as to do harm within the congregation. Please listen to Associate Pastor Scott Basolo as he delivers today's slice of this week's message entitled, What of These Ungodly? These are the charlatans who deceive the church, the savage wolves seeking only to devour. No greater scriptural example exists other than Judas Iscariot, grumbler, fault finder, pursuing his own lusts, speaking arrogantly, flattering for gain. Listen to John 12, verses 4 to 6. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples who was intending to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and given to poor people? Now he said this not because he was concerned about the poor, but because he was a thief and he had the money box. He used to pilfer what was put into it. Every one of these five attributes fulfilled in Judas in this one scene. Grumbler, fault finder. Gagusmas, why was that perfume sold? Why was that all that money wasted? The, the grumbler and fault finder, the lustful. He was a thief. And he's pursuing his own thievery to satisfy his own lusts. Arrogant speech. As if to win the others over and to condemn the Savior and the act of this woman anointing him for burial. For which she was to continually be acknowledged. Flattering for gain. That's why he brought this forward for his own personal increase. Spurgeon says of Judas, The murder of our blessed Lord was the extreme of human guilt. It developed the deadly hatred against God which lurks in the heart of man. When man became a deicide, sin had reached its fullness. And in the black deed of the man by whom the Lord was betrayed, that fullness was all displayed. My brethren, we should feel a deep detestation of the master of infamy. He has gone to his own place and the anathema of David, part of which was quoted by Peter, has come upon him. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned and let his prayer become sin. Let his days be few and let another take his office. This is vile indeed to be chosen to such a position, to be installed purse bearer to the king of kings, chancellor of God's exchequer, and then to turn aside and sell the savior. This is treason in its uttermost degree, end quote. And it is here that we see such an expression of ungodliness. And yet, what is ungodliness? The word in itself is an opposite 
or, or what grammarians call an alpha privative. That is where an A is added to the front of the word to show that its meaning now is the exact opposite. We know it from words such as amoral. To be moral is to act morally, to live rightly. To be amoral is to live completely without any moral standard. The word agnostic, gnostic meaning to have knowledge, and agnostic one without knowledge. The word atheist, a theist, one who would seek after an understanding of God, an atheist, one who is in complete denial of God. And so here with our word ungodly, the Greek word is usobeia, which is defined as a life of reverence toward God and pursuing piety. Ungodly is the word asabeia, which is the alpha privative of usabeia, and it is defined as a life with no reverence for God and pursuing impiety or a sin to the fullest extent. And we don't even need to consider men like Judas or Hitler or Mao or Saddam. For Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun. And we recognize ungodliness in our state, in our day, and all the time around us. But beloved, this is not just a commentary on history and on our world. It is a commentary on us. This is why our theme is two devastating revelations to warn you about ungodliness. Because ungodliness and sin lie in the heart of every man. Jeremiah proclaims this in Jeremiah 17.9 where he says, The heart is more deceitful than all else. And it is desperately sick. Who can understand it? We again turn to Spurgeon in his message on Judas. Surely as the devil was allowed unusually to torment the bodies of men, even so was he let loose to get possession of Judas as he has seldom gained possession of any other man that we might see how foul, how desperately evil is the human heart. You and I have often betrayed Christ. We have, when tempted, chosen the evil and forsaken the good. We have taken the bribes of hell and have not followed closely with Jesus. Beyond a doubt, however, the main reason for this was that Christ might offer a perfect atonement for sin. And most surely, beloved, this is the answer to all of the issues of this message and to all of life. What of the ungodly? The answer is Jesus coming to judge. He will judge the greatest of sin with perfect equity and judgment, and he will judge the least sin with equal perfect equity and justice. What of the ungodliness of every man's heart? The answer is that Jesus has come to save. He has come to offer the free gift of salvation to every man. This is the gift offered to you today, my friend. If you do not know Jesus as Savior, then today is the day of salvation. 
And you must choose what you will do with this offer from this man who is God called Jesus of Nazareth. And to not choose is a choice because there is no fence sitting in this discussion. Scripture tells us this in 1 John 3.10 where the apostle says, By this the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother. No third option. You here today, you listening online, and everyone on this planet is in one of two camps. You are children of God or you are children of the devil. You're one who follows after the truth of God's word or you're one who hates God's word. God has sent his son, born of a virgin in human flesh, to live a sinless life and to die a sacrificial death for our behalf, for all who would come to him. He is calling you today to bow your knee to him as God, to bow to him as Lord and master of your life, and to humbly submit in obedience to his word. This through agreeing with God's pronouncement that you are a sinner and that your sin makes you guilty of eternal punishment in hell. But receiving in exchange for this sin, his free gift of salvation, his righteousness of which we have no right nor part except through his sacrificial death. And through the power of his Holy Spirit, living the rest of your life in obedience to him. This is the answer to ungodliness. This is the answer as to how you can be saved from the wrath to come of Jesus and ten thousands of his holy ones coming to execute judgment on all the ungodly and wicked who have not accepted Christ as Savior. This is the only answer as to how your sins can be forgiven. There are not many ways to the top of the mountain. There are not many paths to salvation. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one, no one comes to the Father but through me. We must grasp Christ as our Savior. And so the question of our sermon is, what of these ungodly? But the question of our application is what of you? And how will you be protected from sin and ungodliness? And the only answer is Jesus Christ. And it's my prayer that you know this answer. And that if you do not, that you will find it today. If you don't know this truth, there are elders and deacons and church leaders all around you. And there is nothing we would rather do. There is nothing more important in our life. Nothing more critical in our schedule today or any day than to sit with you and tell you about the glorious truths of Jesus Christ came to earth to die for sinners like you and like me. So please, if you don't know that, come and speak with us. Come and join with one of our leaders and recognize that the only answer for ungodliness is Jesus Christ and that it is His desire 
that you would come to know him today. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.